What you're about to experience may get offensive, sexual and orgasmic. Relax, you'll like it when Sapphire's through with you. Pour the wine and press play for Sapphire's Europlay. All my sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land, you know what time it is. It is the one, the only Sapphire's Airplay on Mixler, on Periscope, and of course on iTunes. I want to say thank you guys so, so much for um, keeping me up on the top 10 for sexuality podcasts. Like, that's fucking crazy. I think I might have to uh, smoke the doobie early and dedicate, you know, the first hit to y'all because you guys have really... Um, stood by me and I love you guys so all my sexy motherfuckers out there we got a good ass show tonight let me tell you we're gonna talk about um bisexuality and having sex oh fuck and having sex with a bisexual woman like myself because I feel lately my sexuality um has become like I guess the focus of attention um especially because I'm on Paris um not on Periscope because I'm on Tinder um my favorite thing is being a bisexual girl and trying to hook up with just females and I get the typical, oh my god, like, please come date me and my boyfriend. Like, bitch, please. If I'm trying to go out for some pussy, I do not want to have your, your man's dick. And I think it's, it's wrong. I think it's just fucking wrong. As a bisexual woman, okay, let's just, let's just break it down. Being bisexual to me. Okay, this might be a different def definition for everybody else, but a true bisexual fully, fully engages in sexual activity with both sexes. Hey, sweet pea. But seriously, true bisexuals, <laughs> true bisexuals engage in sexual activity and in, in both sexes. Okay, they like both sexes. Um... And if this turns you off, I'm sorry, but like we, we need to talk about this for real. What up, DJ Penn? So seriously, I feel like, you know, people get the whole like I'm bi thing to um, it, they get it twisted too much, um, to be honest. I'm trying to fix my levels because I feel like I'm, I'm a little harsh on the ears right now. But um, seriously, I feel like people who are bisexual, um, especially now with, you know, that gay marriage is legal in all 50 states i feel that now um as a bisexual woman it seems to become a trend in the past couple of years um yes i've seen people's posts on facebook and i kind of get upset how everybody's like damn like why does every tv character have to be gay okay what's so wrong about that what is so fucking wrong about that i'm sorry that my bisexuality can't be broadcasted because you don't fucking like it like, who the fuck are you? Excuse me? Like, go fuck yourself. Okay? Just because there's, like, gay people on TV doesn't mean that it's unnormal. I'm sorry. The fact of the matter is, is that gay people are here. And we're here to stay. We are people. You cut us. We're, we're blood. Our blood is the same. Red. It, it's all the same. Okay? Two guys kissing on television. Cool. Two girls kissing. You guys go buck wild and crazy and be like, oh, my God, I got to jerk off to this. But the minute, the minute somebody in your personal life says, oh, I'm gay or, oh, I'm bisexual, it's like you get turned off. And lately, it has been amazing how many straight men are coming up to me lately. And they're saying they've been having bisexual thoughts or by curious thoughts. So I said, you know what, what better way to break it down tonight than talking about bisexuality and, you know, 
dating a bisexual. And this is my pet peeve on Tinder, and I'm bringing Tinder in for a reason, okay? So me personally, I knew that I was bisexual, or at least bi-curious in high school. It was my junior ring day when I first kissed a chick. I first kissed a chick when I was at my Catholic high school. Um, it was junior ring day, and I kind of had a crush on this chick in my high school. And, I mean, we were both, you know, 17 or whatever. And I remember my friends and I, we rented a limo to go down to Hollywood and um, and celebrate Junior Ring Day. And for some people are like, what the fuck is Junior Ring Day? It's basically when you get your class ring and it's kind of like a graduation into senior um, life. So we went mad out, we went to Hollywood, we rented a limo and things got crazy in the limo. You would have sworn the way that we were acting like motherfuckers were high and drunk, but we were completely sober, I think. Um, so anyways, I just remember that night there was a guy in my class that I liked that I later on would hook up later, you know, he'd be like my personal fuck buddy and then my really good best friend who's completely lesbian now, but at the time she was also bicurious and she's like, you know what, I think we should just make out with each other. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm down to t kiss a chick. And so the guy joins in. So we had a three-way kiss and the girl and I start kissing in the back of the limo and everybody in my class at the time they didn't know how sexual I was I mean only a handful of people in high school knew that when I was 16 I lost my virginity when I went to Italy and how I you know I liked I kind of had a curiosity for women so to see me in this element I mean I was the class nerd I was the nerd I was the singer I was the I was the drama queen Okay, I was on the student council, so I was kind of popular, but I was like too nerdy to hang out with the popular people, and I didn't really party in high school. So to see me like completely go buck wild at this junior ring day in the back of the limo, giving lap dances, touching a girl's boobs, sucking on her tits, rubbing on a guy's crotch, like people were just like, what the fuck is going on with her? So I was like, fuck it, let's have a three-way kiss. We start three-way making out, and everybody's like, damn, Sapphire's getting in, like what the fuck? So after that, I knew that personally I liked you know I, I definitely enjoyed the presence of both a female and a male but it wasn't until my the summer that I became a senior in college uh, a freshman in college so the following year so 2012 no 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 2007 um, it was the summer that I went out with my aunt and my cousins we went to Havasu and there was this really hot black girl and this is why I feel like because of her this is why I'm so sexually attracted to thinner black women than I am I don't know why but it was just like I love the fact that she had smaller boobs than me but yet we were like curious for each other so she was fully lesbian and I remember this can't be trip it was like a weekend havasu we're on the boat we're in our camper and we decide to hang out and I remember that my cousins went on the lake and the girl and I, we went back to our little, you know, motorhome or whatever. And the first thing she does is like, she picks me up. And I'm like, girl, what the fuck? She picks me up, lays me on the bed and just starts making out with me. And I'm just like, I'm frozen. I don't know what to do because I'm like, okay, I've only kissed another chick besides her. And I don't understand what the fuck is going on, but I'm really turned on. And so... I was more nervous of the fact like, you know, my aunt or somebody was going to walk in because I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't fully comfortable. I mean, here I am, an 18-year-old girl, just like having her first go-long girl experience, and I have no idea where to put my fucking hands. I mean, 
yes, I've lost my virginity to a guy, but I mean, sex with a woman, in my opinion, is a lot different than having sex with men. Um, females, it can go one or two ways. Um, females can be really aggressive, like a man, or they can be, you know, very submissive and just want to be touched with a familiar female body. So I just remember she was just making out with me. She was guiding my hands on where to go. Um, you know, she kept asking me if I was okay, if I was all right. And then she finally, you know, just told me flat out, she's like, I really want to, I really want to have sex with you. And I was like, okay, but I don't know how to have sex with a woman, let alone, I'm completely a virgin to women. And I'll never forget it, but it was the most amazing first time sex. Now, you're going to ask, I know people are going to ask me, like, oh, did you guys use a dildo? No. We didn't use any sex toys. I mean, who the fuck is going to bring a dildo um, to a campy trip if they didn't know what to do with it? So, you know, she ate me out. She fucked, you know, she finger fucked me. And, you know, she made me squirt. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, what is this? And I remember I was like, dare I say it, it was almost at first I fell in love with her, but it was just, I fell in love with the fact that this, to me, is real satis, this is sexual satisfaction. Yeah, at that point, I was, I was about two, three partners in sexually. Um, don't ask me how many I have now, unless if you want to know. Um, but I was like only two, three partners, sexual partners deep, and, and all those were men. So, you know, I was having just like regular regular sex but it didn't feel the way it did when I was fucking with this girl and like I said you know I really didn't have <laughs> I really didn't have experience so it was like I had butterflies in my stomach and she wouldn't let me do anything to her she was like I'm gonna take care of you now mind you this is like how my first two years of college ended up being with women that women would like to fuck me but they wouldn't let me fuck them it was like i don't want to be a pillow princess like i want to touch you but they wouldn't let me fuck them i'm for the curious um if you really want to know how many sexual partners i have first of all do not judge me i am the safest chick that you'll probably ever have sex with um <laughs> i am about 145 partners in and that's both men and women 145 yes they didn't want to get that, they didn't want that tongue. Oh, yes, they wanted the tongue, but like I said, at the time, when I was, when I was just coming out, you know, to the world, and not to the world, but at least just to my close friends, because not even my parents really knew, um, at that time, I was more like discovering my body, and I just remember I enjoyed it. So then after the girl and I had our sexcapade, see what again, my tongue? That's my tongue. I love um anyways so going back so as I look back on it my uh freshman year of college got really interesting I became really really attached to one girl who would later on become my roommate and her and I I don't I don't know how to describe it it was like she was my girlfriend in college but she she wasn't because she was still dating guys and girls and me, I was just, you know, diving in and whatever I could get. But I was still very particular on the women that I would invite back to the bedroom. Um, I didn't have my first bisexual threesome until I was 20. Um, and that was with my, my close friend in college who gave me my full-on 
full lesbian sexual experience. I remember that night was crazy. So I actually got sexiled, which means my roommate was getting it on and I had to, uh, and I got locked out and I had no keys. And mind you, I was coming home drunk and, ha uh, drunk and high from a party that we almost got in trouble for because we were smoking in the dorms. So I, I tried to run back home, nobody was there, I didn't have my keys, so I go upstairs to my friend's room, who was fucking her boyfriend, but they didn't care, like, they just, you know, they went back to the business, and I'm just sitting on the bed, just chilling. So then she's like, oh, you know, why don't you call your roommate and see if, like, anybody's downstairs, otherwise let's see if the RA can open up your door. Luckily my roommate came back, and she's like, oh, girl, like, I'm so sorry, I was getting it in with my man. I was like, girl, that's fine, I just want to come and crash. And she's like, okay, cool. And she's like, well, I'm going to go downstairs and stay with, you know, homeboy. Like, I guess you and, and homegirl can have the room to yourself. So I'm like, hell yeah. So then next thing I know, this girl was coming down just to, like, make sure I was cool. But then, like, she starts going through, like, my, my iTunes playlist. And she noticed I had a sex playlist. And she's like, let me, let me listen to your sex playlist. Like, let, let, let's see what you got going on in the bedroom. So the next thing I know, once again, I'm making out with her. I don't even know who initiated what, but we just start making out, and I paused, and I was shaking. She's like, it's okay. Like, it's all good. Like, you want it. I want you. You want me. Like, let's do this. So this is lesbian interaction number two. So then I remember exactly what she's, she was wearing because it was like a lingerie kind of party. So here I am in like, what song was playing? I don't even fucking know. I don't fucking remember. I just remember what she was wearing. So I'll get to what she was wearing if you let me finish. Not just playing. Okay, so anyways, we were at this lingerie. The party was a lingerie kind of thing. So I'm wearing like this silky robe with um, booty shorts and a bra. And then she's wearing like one of those Hot Topic bustiers. But it like full on porno style cleavage. And then she's wearing like this um, tutu, this ruffled tutu with ruffle panties that were see-through and I mean she was looking good and even now she's like a mom and she's a MILF like if I had the chance I mean I'm like her her son is like my nephew but I totally fuck the shit out of her now but anyways let's get back to the story so one by one I just go straight for the boobs she's like no 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 take your time like let's kiss a little you know touch me a little and she's telling me where to put my hands and then she's like I know you want to do more things. I was like, but I don't know how to. She's like, I'll show you. So she was showing me how to, you know, she's like, finger me the way that you want to be fingered. So I start fingering her and she's liking it. So then she said, okay, now I want you to kiss me down there. Like, I want you to make out with my pussy. I want you to circle the clit. I want you to, you know, suck on the lips, you know, Give me some good tongue action. So at first it was like a dog in heat. I was like, ah, 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 ah. and then finally she's like, no, no, no. And she's like, I'll show you how it's done. So she lays me on the bed and she starts going down on my pussy. And I'm just like, oh, yes. Oh my God. Oh God. And she's like, shh, quiet, quiet. Your neighbors are going to hear. I was like, I don't fucking care. Like this feels so fucking good. She's like, well, that's how you eat pussy. So she makes me come like three, four times. I remember that vividly. So then it was her turn. So, you know, I go down on her. I start like, you know, circling my, my tongue around her clit. I start to finger her a bit and she's really enjoying it. And like I said, she's like this petite little thing, like this petite spinner. 
cutest body. She has like this nice cocoa skin, big ass titties, and a shaved pussy. It was just perfect. And I'm just like, oh my God. So then we go into some finger action. There's no toys. Um, I don't even think there's a vibrator, but I remember she stayed the night and my roommates, my roommate and her boyfriend come rushing in at like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I remember she's like laying on me dead asleep. <laughs> and you can see my homeboy, my homeboy, which was my roommate's boyfriend. He's like looking at me. He's like, get it in and he's like he's like putting the v sign like to, to indicate scissoring or tripping and i was like yeah <laughs> like subtly but i was trying not to like wake her up so we're like you know we're laying on each other naked it was beautiful and i remember that day and after that i completely fell in love with her um for a good two three years i was in love with her and then i realized you know uh we're just really good friends but when we moved in um, the next year with each other you know we were always fucking around like she had a girlfriend and that I hated I fucking hated this girlfriend this girlfriend was a stripper at the crazy horse in San Francisco coked out of her mind not that cute I still fucking hate her and she knows I hate her so if you're ever watching which you're probably not because you think I'm gonna beat your ass um it's amazing how I have this effect on people but anyways I remember um, when the, the girl that, you know, was like my boo in, in college, I remember we used to have sex all the time and it was mostly stuff being done to me and not necessarily to her except for like one or two times. I remember because we used to, um, have the same, almost like similar class schedule, we take showers together and there are times where we would just take a shower and nothing sexual happened. The next thing I know, we take showers and I'm getting my pussy eaten in the shower. I'm getting finger blasted in the shower. And it didn't matter because it was our side of the bed, uh, bathroom anyway, so we can fuck in our shower. But, like, we had to make sure that our other housemates didn't know. But they kind of knew something was going on. They thought in the beginning we were dating because we were so close. And there were times where her girlfriend would spend the night at our place and be in my friend's room doing our homework and next door homegirl is fucking me silently in my bedroom because we had our own rooms but it was it was so hot like our our, our our friendship was just so hot then I remember um this guy that I used to fuck around actually he was the famous Bay Area rapper which I'm not going to disclose but and also Trey Songz's his cousin I'll say that because that's legit but anyways doesn't matter but I remember one night the rapper guy comes over we're fucking and he was like yo what's up with your girl and you like y'all y'all are too close he's like are you fucking her and me I was like well I fuck a lot of people like you're not my boyfriend like we just have sex and you you smoke me out and we drink and I go to your concerts. like I'm not your girlfriend and I know you'd be fucking them other people he's like yeah but like you don't share I was like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, you, I can ask her. So I text her and I was like, come here. So she comes into the room. He's like, hey, so like, y'all gay for each other? And she looks at me. She's like, you had to go tell him. I was like, he, well, he kind of figured it out. He's like, and she's like, well, I mean, she's cute, but she's my friend. He's like, but like, would y'all like, can we have like a threesome? And I was like, 
I don't know. Like, okay. So this is my first threesome. And this is how I really knew I was bisexual. Because I became all of a sudden so greedy. This guy is fucking me. And I push him out of my pussy to fuck her pussy and makes him fuck her. But then she was like, it's too much. It's getting too much. Like, because she wanted me more than she wanted him. And I wanted her more than I wanted him. And she didn't want to be like selfish. So I was just like, oh my God, like what the fuck is going on? So then, you know, we're, we're fucking each other. And I think she left like 20 minutes after. Like, I didn't even remember her leaving until after. But, oh my God, I, it was amazing just being able to share like a cock and a pussy. I, that's how I knew right then and there that I was greedy. And for the longest, I was like, no, I'm not bi. I'm just very greedy. That was my thing. Now cut forward to my relationship. Um, all my years in college, I mostly fucked guys. There were only about three or four women that I actually had sex with in college. I was so particular on the women I fucked in college. But the guys, oh my god, the guys came a dime a dozen. There were times where guys that I used to fuck and we would be friends, they were like, yo, I can't bring you around my girl. Like, my girl is starting to crush on you and she's straight as an arrow. I was like, well, clearly she's not straight as an arrow if she's already eye-fucking me. Like, come fuck, come fuck me. Like, I don't give a fuck about my man. So I'm just like, damn. But seriously, you know, my sexual peak, um, when I really became more open with myself and became more open with my friends and family, I, I've now really embraced my bisexuality. But the only thing is, I find myself defending my, my bisexuality constantly. Because I feel like bisexuality is everybody's fantasy. I mean, yes. Everybody loves seeing two chicks make out, but guys don't want to see two guys make out. I like seeing two guys fuck. I like seeing two guys kiss. I mean, lesbian porn is cool if it's real. <laughs> I cannot get off to lesbian porn unless I know it's fucking real. And of course, when I know it's real, it's got to deal with the girls that I work with in porn. Then it makes it fucking awkward. But then I'm like, oh, God damn it. Like, being bi, I love being able to have a choice especially when I'm on tinder because there are days I wake up I'm like no I want pussy no I want dick fuck I want both the only thing I haven't had is a threesome due to um through tinder or thrinder and I think I will just never have it if I'm gonna have another threesome which I'm pretty much due for one because it's been like I feel two years before my relationship my ex relationship because I'm not in a relationship right now but it's been about two, two and a half years since I've had a real threesome. And whoever gets to be the lucky person in my threesome better get ready because I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to dive in first. I don't know if I'm going to dive in the pussy first or if I'm just going to go hard on the cock. Because I've been loving the cock, but I don't know. There's something about pussy. And men, I know you guys feel me. Like, there's something about pussy. Like, I understand why you men go fucking crazy. <laughs> DJ Penn's like, booking a flight now. <laughs> but seriously, I don't know. It Lately, I'm just like, I just want pussy. I, I'm at work and I'm just like, oh my god, I want pussy. And there's pussy in front of me, but I, I fucking want pussy. I wake up and I'm like, pussy. I, I go to sleep, pussy. I masturbate, 
pussy. That is all I keep thinking about. It's just pussy, 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 pussy. Like, I love you dicks, but I want some more pussy. Like, I want to have the all-out lesbian threesome I was promised that I didn't get. So I want to have it. Like, goddamn. <laughs> fuck, I want to end this show early just to be like, yo, homegirl, let's fuck. And let's bring my other chick in the mix. Like, that's what I really want to do. So let's talk about nine shocking facts about being bisexual, okay? So in a new study, they're showing that more than half of the LGBT community is bisexual. It shows that 52% of more than 9 million LGBT in the United States identify as bisexual, okay? Pussy is number one, for real. Of that, 52%, 33% are bi women and 19% are bisexual men. Now, before any man interjects, yes, it is okay for a man to be bisexual. Now, how do you how can you tell the difference between a bisexual man and a, and a gay guy? To be honest, I'm still learning because there are several guys that come up to me and say, yes, I'm bisexual, but you guys have the the very, you have the big gay tendency and, and the form and, and the ways that you act. Once you tell, when a guy tells me they're, they're bi, I automatically see them as gay. And I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody. Because like I said, I, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm trying to, I'm not trying to be politically correct. I'm, you know, I'm just saying from my perspective, when I've had experience with bisexual men, half of them are gay. Um, the bi guys that I've messed with, yeah, they'll fuck me, but they don't eat my pussy. They don't engage in threesomes. They rather me peg them in the ass, in which I've never really done. I mean, I've stuck a couple of toys up a guy's ass, but that's about it. But, you know, they, they heavily thrive on the anal play. And that's something that I'm just not all for. Nevertheless, Bisexuals are as likely six times to hide their sexual orientation than gays and lesbians. And I can tell you, it is completely true. Um, if I know, I cannot tell people. It's kind of weird. Like some people are like, well, you, you dated a girl, so are you a lesbian? No, I'm not a lesbian. Yes, I was in a lesbian relationship. That's different. Did I still have the tendency to be with a guy? Yes. And, you know, amongst other things as to why my relationship failed... I feel like, you know, it had to be done because I, I was satisfied. Don't get me wrong. I was sexually satisfied. But at the same time, I, I liked the freedom and I love my freedom as a bisexual to choose who I get to fuck at the end of the night. If I want to put on the strap on, you know, and eat pussy, I'll do it. If I just want to like spread my legs open and let a guy just fuck the shit out of me, I'll let that happen too. But I like having options. I, I find different things in a woman and I'm all about the positivity vibes like the only way you're going to get in my pants is if you, we're vibing we're vibing that's the only way you're going to get in my pants is if we're vibing so you know it is it is more likely for people who are bisexual to sometimes hide the fact that they're bisexual because of the fact that it's still not socially acceptable we're still being called greedy um one thing I cannot and I know a lot of you guys who have tweeted me in the past have said this and they're just like why can't you just pick and I'm like why should I have to pick why should I have to pick who I want to have sex with or have a relationship with 
why can't I be happy and have both? And then they'll say the joke like, well, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And I'm like, well, guess what, motherfucker? You don't know who the fuck I am because I can have my cake and eat it too. And I'll be happy. I'll be the happiest bitch alive. I'll eat the pussy. I'll eat the dick. And I'll eat everything else in between. Go fuck yourself. And I'll eat the frosting. Get that. Only 28% of bisexuals say it's important for people to come out close to them. I agree. Because not everybody is going to accept it. And I feel like lately, I have been noticing the subtleties of me coming out to my family. It is confusing to them because, yes, I was in a relationship with a girl, whether or not some of them failed to recognize that or not. But then now it's kind of like it, it would be weird for me to tell them, like when they ask me, well, who are you dating? I'm like, no one. I mean, I'm seeing people. If I say I'm seeing people, I'm sounding like a whore. If I'm saying I'm seeing a guy one day and seeing a girl the next day, well, why can't you make up your mind? That's why I'm like, thank God my parents get it. My dad is amazing. He makes jokes about it all the time. <laughs> now we check out like hot chicks on TV together, which is amazing. I fucking love it. My mom's just like, man, you just gotta make up your mind. And then she laughs about it and she's like, well, then again, you do have it easy. It does even out your chances for the night. I was like, yeah, it does. So I, I love the fact that my parents accept it. Even my grandmother, she's just like, well, I could have told you that you were bisexual. I don't know why you waited until your grandfather was dead and gone for me to find out. <laughs> so, and she likes it and she understands. So, you know, at the end of the day, I have to say I, I am more lucky. I am luckier than most bisexuals in this community. But at the same time, I still get flack on Tinder and on other dating apps and sometimes just even in my personal life um, with certain friends that just don't understand because of course like my friends want to my friends actually really suck <laughs> my friends do suck with this I love my friends but y'all suck at this oh I have a girlfriend that you could be like lesbians with and I'm like ah no 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 not or like my guys are like yo like uh can I set you up with my dad am I dude like but wait, are you like on a dude kick? Like, don't ask me if I'm on a dude kick. Just introduce me to the person. That's all you gotta do. Shit. Shit. Here's another one. Bisexuals experience higher rates of sexual violence than gay, lesbian, and homosexual and heterosexuals. Bi women are shown to experience more violent and domestic assault than any other category. An astonishing 61% of bi women have experienced excuse me, have experienced rape, physical violence, stalking by, by an intimate partner, or more compared to the 43% of lesbians and 35% of heterosexual women. Nearly half of bi men, a total of 47%, report sexual violence against them. This I can justify. Um, I don't want to get too dark, but yes, I've had my run-ins with violence due to my sexual orientation. Um, long story short, it was a night that I wish I could remember. I just remembered that I woke up very confused and violated in a way that no one should ever feel. But I remember there was a note left saying, don't ever open your mouth about being this sexual again. Make up your fucking mind and shut your goddamn mouth. I remember that. I remember that very vividly. And I'm sorry if this is like putting a damper. 
But I do have to say, you know, if you're bisexual and you're, you're experiencing like the questioning phase, you don't know what you want, it's okay. I'm trying to let you know that it's okay to understand, like, to not fully understand, you know, what you like at the time, okay? And it's okay if you find yourself changing your mind, okay? I feel like the one thing that, that straight people need to realize that being bisexual doesn't mean that you're necessarily confused, okay? Being bisexual doesn't mean, like, you take a shower or you change your underwear frequently and it's, like, guys one day, girls the next day. Guys one day, girls the next day, you know? So, honestly, I want people to embrace the fact that if you are bisexual, you just have a choice. That means that your dating pool kind of doubles up. And, you know... Yes, it is hard to date sometimes a lesbian because lesbians do not normally go for bisexual women. That is true. Bisexual women do find it harder in the lesbian community to find an actual girlfriend. And even in the straight community, I can't, it, like, people ask me all the time, like, how do you get laid by chicks? And I'm like, honestly, I'm more shy around the girls because you never know if a girl, I cannot tell if a girl is down. I cannot tell. Unless if the girl makes the move at me, I cannot tell if the chick is into me or it wants to bang or if I'm being fetishized, which I'll talk about more later. My favorite two things that I hate, hate, my favorite questions that I hate is this. Oh, you're bi? Well, I got a girlfriend or I got a boyfriend looking for, or hey, you're bi. I love guys. Like, I love girls. Why don't we uh, get together with my guy? You know, or on the Tinder profiles. Can every girl out there please stop doing this? My boyfriend and I, my girlfriend and I, we are seeking, no. Because you know what you're doing? You're fetishizing it. I understand everybody has their kinks and fetishes, but at the same time, if you match with the girl, okay, and this has happened to me, if you match with a chick on Tinder, and there's no indication that she's lesbian, bisexual, or what, and it's just her face, and the first thing she says is, oh, I'm, I'm just looking for friends, then fucking say that. Don't match with me and say, oh my god, so are you really a lesbian? Because I don't even eat pussy. I'm curious, but I'm not that curious. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Straight people like that, I cannot stand. I cannot stand. So I'm sorry if I'm offending somebody, but I cannot stand. And for the last time, here's my favorite question. So you like dick and pussy? Yes. Hello, Jeremy. I seriously love dick and I love pussy. And I make sure on my Tinder profile, I love men and women equally. Equally. Okay? I like to have it my way. If it was my way, I'd marry a man and a woman. Okay? If it was up to me, I'd be able to have a man and a woman. Okay? That would be my relationship. Do I? I don't know what's holding for the future, but the thing is, I can't change the fact that I'm bisexual. I cannot change the fact that I am sexually attracted to both. Okay? No, there's no wrong or right way. Oh, well, there's a right way, but there's no wrong way to fuck a bisexual person. You know what you can do by fucking things up? Is asking me how much do I like dick versus how much do I like pussy. Put it this way I gobble them both. Okay? I'm great at eating pussy, and I'm great at sucking some dick. And my sex game is amazing, okay? I'm not asking you to fuck me like a man. Just fuck me 
Okay, I got a pussy. You want this pussy? Fuck the pussy. Damn. Stop asking. Here's another thing that I hate hearing. It's a phase. Once again, it's a phase. It's not a phase. Okay, we didn't just wake up one morning and just decide that we're gay. Okay, or that we're openly bisexual. We did not wake up one morning and just say, I'm going to like dick today, but 10 years down the road, I'm going to like penis. Or, or I'm going to like a pussy, a vagina. No, it's not a phase that I'm going through. It was the fact that I knew at a young age, for instance, my girl Janet Jackson. If I had to pick one girl that kind of sparked my sexual peak at a young level, I was obsessed with Janet Jackson's boobs. Janet has a great set of tits, and I always wanted tits like Janet Jackson. And I'm excited to see her full-blown body next Friday. Anyways, I knew at a young age that women, to me, were hot. There were some hot ladies. If I look at all the masturbation material I ever masturbated to growing up, it was all women. I remember in kindergarten, I can't believe I'm saying this, in kindergarten, I was always playing, you know, house, and I loved playing the daddy. I loved it. Don't be pussy, but bang that pussy. Oh my God, you're too much. Bang, bang, bang. Too much, Yankee man. But seriously, I loved it. Oh, and here's another thing. Um, bisexuals can be uh, very committal. Yes, we can be committed. So I can have a girlfriend. I, if In a perfect world, I would love to be able to be in a relationship where I have my girlfriend and I have my boyfriend. Now, does that mean that they're, they're going to fuck each other? Not necessarily. In a perfect world, I would love to have a girlfriend and a boyfriend. Actually, I don't even know what I want now. Actually, I do know what I want now, but I'm not going to say it. Because <laughs> I don't want to jinx it. Okay. Here's another one. We're horny all the time. Well, I mean, I'm not like most people and I'm horny every day. But bisexuals don't just run around and just say, I'm horny, 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 I'm horny. We don't walk around saying that all the time. What the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. Okay? Stop that. Well, that we just go around humping lap, uh, lamp posts. You have to say it. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I want. You know what I want? I just want somebody who embraces everything that I do, embraces the whole total package and has their shit together. That's it. Oh, and you just have to cook. Seriously, butt naked. That's what I want. Somebody who cooks butt naked, somebody that um, embraces my chaos will know that there are days where you and I just cannot talk. I know heterosexuals who, who are that way. Exactly. So I just want people in general. I just want somebody. Eventually, but I like my single life too much. I really do. You know what's fun being single and living at your own place? I get to kick the motherfuckers out and I have the perfect story after the sexy break of course. God damn, it's already 839. God damn, god damn. I love it. <clears throat> um, here's the last thing. I'm not brave enough to come out. I have been very open with coming out. And I had a discussion with my parents the other night about a certain person coming out. And they're like, why? If they don't feel the need to come out, then they shouldn't have to come out. That's true. You will come out when you feel like it. I came out because I knew that my radio show would become more genuine if I was being genuine and honest 
and bringing out my sexcapades because who knows what was who listens to this. So I knew that I was ready to come out because I knew what I wanted to do in the long haul. I wanted to be that radio host that everybody can connect to. And I knew that I had to be honest to myself and stop lying. You know, yes, I feel comfortable now holding hands, kissing a chick, and, build, you know, holding and kissing and touching. Like, there's sometimes I can't keep my hands off of the chick. Even all my girlfriends. And my girlfriends get all, all flirty with me. Oh, Lord, I'm going to flirt back. And then they got to put me in my place because sometimes I go a little too far. But, like I told you, I have hot friends. And trust me, everybody asks me all the time at work, do you get horny at Vivid, working at Vivid? Yes. Do you know how hard it is for a bisexual woman? Like, I know that I love women more sometimes. I feel like even though I equally like, you know, vagina and, and penis, I feel like I am gravitated more towards women than I am with men lately. Maybe that's because, you know, two and a half, almost two years into a relationship with a woman does that, you know, but I love it. I, I just, it is very hard sometimes to keep, I, I just don't know sometimes when to filter myself around women because they're just women that I'm just like, oh my God, I just want to have you. I want to have you. And it's very hard, you know, working around porn stars and, you know, finding out like some girl who's like all about lesbian porn on camera is all about dick off camera and then says, well, I'm just gay for pay. And I'm like, no, dreams crush. Then there are other days where I'm like, oh, maybe I should try my hand at uh, getting some with this person. But I love it. All right. It's time for that sexy break, everybody. When we're coming back, we're going to talk about more bisexual things. Why bi-curious does not mean bisexual. And I'm going to tell you if you are bisexual or bi-curious. Also, of course, we have the day sex and confused news coming up and more and let me tell you this day is sex and confused this month oh my god this week is gonna be crazy all right so we'll be back you know what time it is it's time for um the periscope game shoot it or chug it chug it or shoot it i got beer i got wine and i have a little tequila left um double sexy break so that means that if you got a spliff in your hand it's time to smoke with me on periscope um if you're on mixer you better just get on a on fucking Periscope. I'm telling you guys, you guys, you guys miss a lot during the sexy break if you're not on Periscope. So we'll be right back. I got two back-to-back um, hit songs. They're new. It's coming up. We're going to start off first with Mila J's Hotline Bling remix, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the one and only Ms. Radio Sapphire, Ms. Lady Sapphire, if you're nasty, on Mixer, on Periscope, on Podomatic, on iTunes, and of course the Misfits Podcast Network. Check us out, MisfitsPodcastNetwork.com. There's thousands, thousands of hours of podcasts that you can listen to from comedians, sex bloggers, and just nerds like me, okay? There's a little bit for everybody, so check us out at the Misfits Podcast Network, okay? All right, let's get into our sexy break, and we'll be right back. All right, all right, all right. We are back, motherfuckers. Welcome back to Sapphire's Earplay on the one and only Mixler, Podomatic, and Misfits Podcast Network. And wherever else all your um, iTunes... 
fuck, I'm stoned. <laughs> I'm drunk now. Um, and wherever else your podcasts are available. Anyway, <coughs> we are back. I think it's time for the Day, Sex, and Confused News. Talking about bisexuality all night. And I hope you guys have been enjoying my... Um, my, my stories, you know, going back to my beginnings being, you know, a female embracing her bisexuality. Um, I, I thank you guys, honestly. And if you are um, bisexual or questioning your, your, um, your sexuality, just know this, okay? Sapphire is always available. You can email me, sapphiresearplay at gmail.com. You can tweet me at Ms. Radio Sapphire. You can Instagram me, Snapchat me, Ms. Radio Sapphire. I am more than happy to, you know, reach out to, you know, have you reach out to me and let me know your story. Let me know your struggles. I, I It's always good to hear different stories of people coming out and dealing with their, you know, their sexuality and just in general, their sexual nature, because I feel like there's not enough forums out there. Um, Especially, you know, back east and, and down south, where the the support is not being, is not able to be out, is not out there. The support, I feel, you know, for people struggling with their sexuality and also, in general, I mean, look what's going on with Planned Parenthood. The resources are out there, but they're so limited. So, your sexuality, your well-being, just you in general, you should always know that there's someone out there near or far it doesn't matter just an email away honestly so sapphires airplay at gmail.com you can reach me there all right i think it's time for um everybody's favorite segment the dazed sexed and confused news sexed confused <laughs> Dazed, sexed, confused. All right, everybody, you know what time it is. It's the time for the day's sex and confused news. I can't even tell you. This has been a crazy week um, in general. In news for me, as like hookup news, I have not had sex um, since my sexcapades last week before I got my period. And it seemed like all weekend. And starting with Thursday, even though Thursday, Friday is not my weekend. Um, it seemed like Thursday through yesterday, motherfuckers just wanted to text Sapphire and be like, yo, can I get some of that pussy? One guy even said, I don't even fucking care that you're on your rag. I think it's sexy to have clown face after going down on you. Your pussy's worth it. And I'm looking at this motherfucker like, uh-uh, unmatched, blocking your number. You're fucking nasty, okay? I don't even want to be touched when I'm on my period, Okay? Not to turn everybody off, but I don't like to be touched. I don't like to be held. You can't kiss me. You can't do shit. You know what you can do? You can deliver me some ice cream, a blunt, and four bottles of wine with lots of pasta. Okay? That's what the fuck you can do for me. You ain't getting fucked. The only thing that's getting fucked is my mouth with all the goddamn food. All the goddamn food in the world. That's what the fuck you can do for me. So anyways, let's go back to the day sex to confuse news. Okay, crazy week for everybody in America, including this motherfucker. And uh, James, radio bro, you're going to appreciate this one the most. Or anybody else who loves Star Wars. Some dude paid $96,000 
to permanently sniff Princess Leia's golden bikini bottom from Return of the Jedi. That's right. The golden bikini that was worn by Carrie Fisher in the 1983 sequel of Star Wars, The Return of the Jedi, has sold for $96,000 at an auction. CNN says that the auction also included a miniature model of Leia's blockade runner, the first spaceship seen in 1977 Star Wars, was also sold for $450,000, more than twice its $200,000 opening bid. The slave costume, which also had a collar and several chain links, was worn by Fisher in a scene at Jabba the Hutt's palace on the desert planet of Tabu at Tatooine. <clears throat> A letter of authenticity from designer Richard Miller, who is also the Star Wars creator, George Lucas's special effects firm, Industrial Light and Magic, was included in the sale to an anonymous bidder by the Hollywood auctioneer profiles in history. That is fucking ridiculous. $96,000 this motherfucker is going to pay for the golden bikini. First of all, I want to know, are you going to try to wear the goddamn... Motherfucker's calling me all the time. <clears throat> Are you going to try to wear the goddamn bikini? At least. I mean, if I'm buying a bikini of Star Wars history, I will permanent. I will starve myself. Okay, not really. I'll just put myself in like a bigger fucking diet, a heavier diet to be like, oh shit, I, I just spent $96,000 on that bikini. I'm going to wear that bitch out. Best believe I'm winning every motherfucking Halloween costume contest. Because I have that fucking golden bikini. Just saying. But $96,000. $96,000. I don't know about you, but I can do a lot with $96,000, including masturbating and squirting on all the money. First. Then paying off all my bills. Second. Think that's bad? Here's, here's another thing. Remember I told you guys about the man who was born with no dick? And he claimed to have, you know, slept with over 100 women. Well, he's finally getting a penis. And you'll never believe what body part is donating his, his penis. Andrew Water, um, he lives in England. He, um, blah, 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 will very soon, he will really be able to satisfy the, the hundreds of ladies that he slept with. Okay, because he's getting a new dick made out of his arm. Seriously, his arm. His arm. His, his, his dick is going to be part of his arm. I want to know how thick was his arm before and how big is this dick going to be. I still want to know how did you fuck over a hundred women with no penis? I mean, strap on, okay. But I heard he didn't even like penetrate them. So I need to know how did you satisfy over a hundred women with no penis? I want to know. Besides having oral sex. Seriously. How did you fuck over a hundred women? <clears throat> so the 40 year old is, you know, at the time, at the moment right now, does not have a penis. And it says that he was born with an abnormality where his bladder formed on the outside of his body, thus giving him no penis. Surgery as a baby put his bladder back where it belonged, but he was dickless for his whole life until now. So quote unquote, he said, they told me they could build a penis out of my arm. He's from England. Says, Wardle says, out of the four operations he'll soon have to undergo. Doctors will incorporate muscle and skin grafted from his 
right forearm to fully create a functioning penis. While his high hopes are in high result, Wardle says it's going to be a slow process. I'm taking it one step at a time and not expecting anything. As for going public with his long-held secret, I'm of the age where I really don't care. Since I hit 40, I don't care what people think or do. So how does one necessarily make a penis out of an arm is a mystery. The people at Bro Bible do not have any links to how you make a penis out of a, a, an arm. But I hope to God they know, it, you know if it works. Wardle also has a girlfriend, and she's down with the whole process. And he says, she's a really nice girl. She's on board 100%. Well, I just want to know this. Andrew... Please make a porn. Shit, I know you have to... If you had no penis and you claim to fuck Andrew women, I think, I think you'd be able to uh, snag a sex tape in. I think you did it. Come on now. But I seriously want to know how big his dick is going to be and how much of the arm they're going to take off and how are they going to make it look just like a regular arm. Like, this man had to probably gain weight to do this. This is crazy. Speaking about crazy sex, a prisoner repeatedly bangs his girlfriend in the hospital bed where he was chained to a security guard. It turns out a 25-year-old uh, prisoner, Ben Harwood, was breaking his leg in two places while slipping in a prison corridor was the best thing to happen in his sex life in months. According to the Daily Star, Harwood was, 12, was serving 12 months in a Nottingham, England jail for drug offenses, aggravated burglary, and possessing ammunition. Upon breaking his leg, Howard was admitted to the Queen's Medical Center for 11 days, where his on-and-off 22-year-old girlfriend, Barley Marshall, would visit him, bring him KFC, and other treats from the outside. And by other treats, I'm talking orgasms. Full-on motherfucking orgasms. No different from the ones that we experience. This was quoted from Bro Bible. <clears throat> Barley performed repeated sex acts on Howard as he was chained to his hospital bed and while two prison guards turned a blind eye. Okay, that's bullshit. There are two people that you're chained next to fucking. You cannot tell me as a prison guard you do not look once. You do not look once. I think you're full of shit. I think you're full of shit. So Barley claims she was able to have sexual fun. I couldn't believe we got away with it. We ate takeaways together, meaning takeout, and had some sexual fun. It was like being on a normal date. I assumed security would be really strict about um, because he was, serving, he was still serving time, even though he was injured. But nobody seemed to monitor us at all. We must have done it five or six times. I was amazed what we were able to get away with. I want to know what you guys got away with. Did you eat the booty like groceries? Did you eat our pussy? Did you maybe practice some um, some anal sex? Come on, your girl totally blew those. She blew the security guard. Come on. She'll be like, hey, hey, dicky dicky. You've been watching me fuck my boy. Let me suck you off. And then you suck him off. And then you fuck my pussy. You know some triple DP was going on. Three dicks in the puss, one in her ass. Woo, shaka. Serious. Come on. You cannot tell me these people did not fuck. 
and this is not recorded somewhere. And Vivin, we need to get these people. I can already see it now. Vivid Radio presents three dicks, one hoe, one prison guard. Seriously, am, am I wrong? Come on, it's gotta happen. It's gotta fucking happen. This is crazy. Ay, 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 ay. They said, maintaining prison security on hospital escorts is paramount, and we will take disciplinary action where professional standards have been breached by our staff. Oh, yeah, yeah. But no one's gonna, no one's being sentenced. This is crazy. I can't believe this. This is crazy. All right, here's another one. Oh, college girls, I love you. Two Penn State girls are now wanted by police after stealing some guy's Lacoste shoes after a party. Um, this just happened recently, September 19th. State College Police were called to a 2255 East Beaver Avenue where victim reported that his Lacoste brand suede shoes were stolen. He took off the shoes to enter his apartment briefly, and when he returned a few minutes later, they were gone from the hallway. Upon review of surveillance footage, two females are seen leaving a party from a neighborhood apartment around 1 a.m. and taking the shoes before leaving the building. The first white female has long blonde hair, was wearing khaki shorts, a blue tank top, and tan flat shoes. The second white female has long brown hair and was wearing denim shorts, a long sleeve gray shirt, and white sneakers. First of all, this is some bullshit. Penn State, you just pretty much described every fucking student, aka sorority bitch, that is running around halfway naked at a party. You really did just now. If you, seriously, that is the most basic ass description of a suspect. Because had he been black, had he been um, Indian or Chinese or fucking Mexican, y'all be putting, pointing like where his tattoos were, where he had a mole, if he had a mohawk, if he had a party in the back. Let, let's just go over that description one more time. The first white female has long blonde hair, wearing khaki shorts, a blue tank top, and sand flat shoes. Really? You basically described every motherfucking bitch on fucking the real housewives of Orange County. You really did. That is the most basic descriptive police report. Oh, and, and the fact they have to find these these Lacoste moccasins, please. You might as well arrest the whole goddamn school. This is at Penn State. I don't understand. Here's another one. Some dude's excuse for not flashing ladies is a tiny bit ridiculous. This is one of my favorites this month. A pop promoter in Plymouth, Devon, England was so notorious for exposing himself in the village where he lived in the 70s and 80s, and he was known as the Flasher. He regularly exposed himself in the street, usually performing an indecent act, so he was jacking off in the streets, and one villager reportedly threatened to cut off his penis if he continued the lewd act. <laughs> he said he did not care about the destruction he had caused along the way. He can have no shame. He must have thought he was above the law, or no one would dare to speak out. And why? Because his penis was so tiny. So he claims. 
But my thing is, if you have a small dick, why is the village person trying to come off of your small little sausage? Like, for all we know, you have elephantitis of the nuts, okay? And it just looks like a, a, a bag of, like, coal, okay? Because you probably have blue balls and you can't come because you have this small dick. Can you imagine this guy's like, oh, oh yes. Oh, my pizza, my pizza, my pizza's getting harder. My pizza's getting harder. Come on now. It makes no sense to me. Oh my god. You know what's funny? You guys should check out this video on YouTube. It's just out right now. But this guy managed to set his room on fire while playing Minecraft. A Japanese Minecraft player is getting attention online, not because of some achievement he pulled within the Minecraft game, but due to an act of stupidity performed while playing. The 40-year-old man, identified by Kotaku by his nickname, Dasukae, managed to accidentally set his room on fire this past Sunday afternoon. Since his webcam was up for the game, the entire incident was live-streamed. See, this is why you guys will never see me play Grand Theft Auto or I, um, Alien is Isolation on fucking Twitch, Snitch, whatever the fuck you want to call it. You're not going to see me live-stream. I did it once and you guys got bored, but lately I've been getting better and yeah, you just don't want to know. And half the time I, I, I game naked, so y'all would never be able to see this. But just imagine a nice big set of chocolate titties playing Xbox and repeatedly they start slapping me in my face. Anyways, so in this video, and I saw the video, and let me tell you, it's the f best shit I've ever seen. And you're just like, what the fuck? This guy's a fucking dumbass. So, Dasake takes a breather from you know creepers and skeletons in the game to light a cigarette with his oil match lighter which he seems to be having trouble using when it finally sparks the whole lighter briefly catches on fire that's okay drop the hot lighter while attempting to clean up he tosses something that must be hot into a garbage bag that's filled with oil soaked tissues his bad decisions only escalate there and let me tell you it gets worse he takes cardboard to try to put out the fire and then throws it into a bookshelf. Dasuke first tries sprinkling bottled water on the blaze, then moving the flaming bag over to the room and beats it with a cardboard box. Okay, like I said, he tries hitting it with a blanket or a comforter before leaving the room to grab bowls of water to pour over it. So while he's off the screen, the live stream is still going on, right? The fire quickly grows out of control and eventually viewers only see an empty chair in the smoky room. And let me tell you, it was like a fire that you see in the movies. Like, it was like a ring of fire, okay? It was just slowly moving. And this dude looks pretty smart. This is the, this is the worst thing about it. Like, I'm not trying to bring stereotypes into the picture, but this dude looks so fucking smart to not do what he did. I mean, first of all, you're lighting a match that's oil-soaked in a very flammable room. And the reason why I'm saying a very flammable room is because there's so much shit on the floor. Like, this motherfucker should be on hoarders for the video game deprived. He should be on fucking hoarders. It's horrible. And then he grabs, like I said, the, like they said in the report, the cardboard box, and it starts beating the shit out of it realizing later 
that this shit is catching on fire and throws it into a bookshelf and the bookshelf's caught on fire. Kotataku reports the man was injured along with his father, mother, and another relative who was in the house at the same at the time. Yes, smoking is really bad for you. Uh, yes, you burned down the whole goddamn house. How do you explain that to the, the insurance company? You'd be like, my name is Kakasate. And what did you do um, to burn up your house? I was playing uh, Minecraft. Okay, and Minecraft. Yes, Minecraft. That's all he's going to say. Minecraft. It's, it's fucked up, yo. You know what's fucked up? I hate when, this new, when news like this pops up. Man, age 53, calls 911 to complain that his girlfriend will not fuck him. A man in South Carolina called 911 on Monday morning to complain that his girlfriend would not have sex with him. When a cop responded to his Spartanburg, I think this is back in Pennsylvania, I'm not sure, I forgot. Patrick Doggett stated that he called 911 because his girlfriend, Miss Faye Woodruff, would not give him any ass. 901, how can I help you? Um, yes, um, I got a problem. And yes, what is your problem? Um, I like to say that my girlfriend ain't giving me some ass. Um, uh, sir, this is a 911 helpline. <laughs> what do you mean that she's not giving you the ass? Exactly what the fuck I mean. She ain't giving me no ass. I ain't getting no titties, I ain't getting no ass, I ain't getting no pussy. My wife ain't fucking me. My girlfriend ain't fucking me. Uh, one moment, please. Oh, my God. You guys will not believe what's going on. What's going on, Sandra? Well, there's this man that's claiming that his wife is not giving him sex. <laughs> Sandra. Uh, we don't handle calls like this. I know, though, but it's so funny. And 911... Yes, are you going to make sure that my wife gives me some ass? Um, we're sending a, a police officer right away. <clears throat> Woodruff told the police that Doggett had been drinking all day and didn't know where he was at. So the girlfriend calls the cops later on. She added that Doggett got into bed and wanted to have sex, but she had her grandchild with her. So Woodruff noted... Doggett got up and then dialed 911. Doggett was outside the residence drinking an alcoholic beverage when police arrived, was arrested for public intoxication, and booked into the county jail, where he remains to be locked up as of today. Doggett has not cited, has not been cited for misusing the 911 system. That's crazy. You know what else is crazy? Motherfuckers like this in Ohio. Police say in Ohio that they were called to a house by a man who complained he'd gotten too high smoking the marijuana. The Youngstown Vindicator reports that the Austintown Township Police on last Friday found a man, 22 years old, curled in a fetal position on the floor, groaning and surrounded by snacks including Doritos, Goldfish crackers, and Chips Ahoy cookies. The, reporter rep the newspaper reports that the man told officers he was too high and could not feel his hands, that he smoked too much weed. He even told officers that he'd still have some marijuana in his, in his car and gave officers the keys so they can go get it. 
Officers found a glass jar of marijuana and paraphernalia in the man's car after he had given him the keys. The man refused medical treatment and so far has not been charged with crime. You know what? People like this give stoners a bad name. Yes. Seriously. Y'all give us a bad fucking name. Okay? Yes, I understand that you are high out of your mind, but why the fuck would you call the police? In a town, in a state that is not even legalized on marijuana. Bye-bye social life. You're a fucking dumbass. Everybody, that was the day's sex and confused news. Now, real quick, I feel like I'm dragging on too much. I feel like it's too much going on. But um, this week, we had a lot of good albums come out. My girl Janet just re um, replaced that, released her album Unbreakable. Tamar Baxton's Calling All Lovers is a hit for the bedroom. Avicii's Stories, and it's good. Um, If you guys like the drum and bass electro kind of feel it's really great and chuck lingish's everybody's big brother if you like electro funk kind of like rap hip-hop kind of feel you'll definitely like them and speaking about hip-hop the game's documentary too straight fire i mean the game he's been kind of like out of the game for a while but it's good to see him back in he's got all compton representing he's got kendrick he's got dre he's got drake He's got, oh my god, who else was on it? So many people. That's fucking ridiculous. And I loved it from start to finish. To me, I would compare it to um, Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. It plays out like a movie. It's great. Has little interviews on it. Definitely check it out. As far as TV goes, I cannot wait for the... Um, American Horror Story Hotel, which I'm going to be watching right after this. And if you guys have not been watching season two of Empire, I know everybody hated the first episode, but let's admit it got way, way, way better after that. Then we got How to Get Away with Murder. Can I just say, lesbians are getting it on on television, and Viola Davis can come get it anytime. Mm. <laughs> Scandal, almost shit my brains out. Last Thursday, I'm watching Scandal, and then I watched How to Get Away with Murder. And I remember I drank a whole bottle of red wine because I could not believe what the fuck was going on. I don't want to, like, kill it for anybody, but I feel like this is becoming, like, the best season. And can we just say, drops the mic, yes, if you know what I'm talking about. Quantico, if you guys are not watching, this is the closest thing that you'll get to right now of 24. Um... So many twists and turns. There's two episodes in. I'm excited for Sunday. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Walking Dead premieres on October 11th. Don't miss out on that. I can't wait to review it. Um, it's amazing. Now back to the bisexuality. Just real quick. Um, with the bisexual... Like, I feel like people don't understand the differences between being bisexual and being bicurious, okay? So if you're bicurious, all right... Just because you kissed a girl and you kind of liked it, it doesn't mean that you're bisexual. You were curious. You like the lips. You like the taste of a woman's kiss. But it just stops at kissing. Okay? So kissing a woman can be the most erotic experience a woman could experience. Okay? But if the kiss stayed in your mind and you have to think back on it, this could be an indicator that you would consider taking the risk to fumble and fumble into the panties and back and forth. But if you're not, you're definitely bi-curious, okay? You wonder what it would be like to date or have sex with a woman, but you don't go on with it. 
So you always are fascinated by it. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, you don't want to do it. That's how you're bicurious. You're crushing on a woman, but you don't touch her. You don't kiss her. You like the fact that she keeps you good company, but you quickly erase the mind saying that this girl can be your girlfriend. You experience and love watching woman to woman or girl on girl porn or erotica. To be honest, this can simply be because most porn is targeted for the man's enjoyment and not all women like seeing another woman being treated like a sex object. So you turn on two women having sex and your, man, your mind begins to wander and you imagine yourself in that scenario. It's just your subconscious telling you that you want to feel something. That's it. Your fantasies are about having sex with women. Again, it's your fantasy. It's something that you can't act out on, but it feels good to you. You like seeing other women naked. My girlfriends all the time who are straight as an arrow, they will compliment how good you look naked. All the time. But I know for a fact that they just can't. And they say the same thing. I just cannot follow up with fingering a girl or making out with, you know, making out or even just eating her pussy. You know, fully committing themselves to having sex. That's okay. It's okay to admire a female's body for being naked or just for what she's wearing. You find yourself drawn to sites about sexual orientation. I'm glad that you're drawing yourself into websites about sexual orientation. Everybody should have the right to know and question what's going on with their thoughts. If you're not acting out on the fantasy, it doesn't mean that you're strange. It doesn't mean that you have psychological problems. It's just what your body doesn't like. That's it. It's a fantasy. Fantasies are not always supposed to be acted out. Porn is a fantasy. You don't have to act out every porn scenario out there. You don't. You're intrigued when you meet an attractive woman. Women can be pretty just like I, I know that there's guys who are very comfortable and very hetero that are like, that man dresses really nice. Or, you know, I've heard men compliment each other on how they dress, how they look, how they take pride in themselves. That doesn't mean that they're going to bend over and fuck each other in the ass and, and blow each other or give each other a hand job. You're just admiring what you see. And that is okay. I mean, I love it when women compliment me, as you should feel comfortable men if a man compliments you on how you're dressing. Embrace it, okay? But as I tell all of my girls out there who are ever feeling bi-curious, and even some guys, okay, if you're not acting upon it, it's a normal fantasy. If you're bi-curious and you really want to go through with it, you have to ask yourself these questions. You know, can I handle this? And this is the same with any type of sex, okay? If you know you can't handle a, situ a certain situation, make yourself a checklist. Am I comfortable with what's going on during, before, and after? Simple, before, during, and after. Am I comfortable? Am I going to cry about this in the morning? Is this something I truly want or is this something that I just like to dream about? If you're not comfortable with doing something ever, regardless if it has to be with you acting on a gay fantasy or a, a street fantasy or just in general, just dealing with life in general as a straight person or a gay person or 
it doesn't matter. What matters is if you're comfortable with acting it out, then go ahead and do it. Now is the time. Now is the time to do it. Simply, you know, when it comes to women too, we only acknowledge the fact that we're attracted to the same sex and just leave it as a fun fantasy. Others get to decide on whether or not they can act on it and explore their sexuality a bit. This is according to lovepinky.com. Society no longer demands we have to label ourselves. And I, I agree with that. You know, there's new sexuality, there's new things in sexuality that are growing every day. New labels, you know, new terms, new concepts. All you have to do is just educate yourself and reach out to somebody that you are comfortable with. And that's it. But it's okay to indulge in your fantasies. If you don't act it out, you don't act it out. It's okay. It's all right. So my final thought is, if you're ever questioning your sexuality, if you're just questioning if in fact you know you're gay, you're bi, you're straight, if you just have it in your mind and you're not questioning like, okay, can I do this, can I not do this? Break it down, make yourself a checklist. And you know, check out blogs out there. I mean, MTV does have a great blog, you know, for people dealing with their gender and sexuality. You know, there's lots of LGBT communities that reach out online, specifically here in Los Angeles and in San Francisco. And if you're in the Bay Area, you know, there are, there are plenty of shelters. And I know that there's a mobile um, van that runs every once in a while and they do testing for free. And there are people there who are, are willing to help. 24-hour hotline, 24-hour tweets, seven days a week, 365. There are ways to understand your sexuality. If you're fantasizing something about it, don't shun it. It doesn't mean that you're automatically gay for thinking gay thoughts. And I put that in quotations for those who can't see me. It's okay to question your sexuality. It's okay to question if you're turned on and turned off by something. So I leave you with that. All right, everybody, keep it sexy. My name is Ms. Radio Sapphire. You've been listening to Sapphire's Airplay on Podomatic, the Misfits Podcast Network, SoundCloud, um, iTunes, and wherever else podcasts are being provided. I love you guys so much. I will keep you guys updated because next week I may not have an episode, but the following week, of course, because you know I'm going to see Janet. All right, everybody. I love you. Remember, safe sex is the best. Hot sex. Reach me at Ms. Radio Sapphire, wherever you can find her. All right. Good night. Thanks for listening. If you sexy motherfuckers can't get enough, be sure to subscribe to Sapphire's Airplay on iTunes and Podomatic.